You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray. We're going to talk about revival, and we're specifically, you need to hear this, we're specifically going to talk about a clueless generation that doesn't even understand they need revival, how to get revival, and what's coming. That's the main thing I'm thinking about today. You know, we're going to talk about the days of Noah. The days of Noah, because the Bible says the flood was coming, and they didn't even know it was coming. They didn't even know why it was coming, and that's, that's a big, big thing. I don't think I've really expressed that as much as I'm going to today, so you want to make sure you get it. And, of course, we know in the book of Matthew 24, it talks about as in, as in the days of Noah. Nobody knows the hour and all that, and we could get into a lot of end-time talk And a lot of people use that as the end time. There's a lot of other great theologians that use that scripture to only mean the destruction of Jerusalem uh, when he came back. And no one knows the hour when Jesus was going to come back in judgment. Great, great teaching. If you're a student of the Bible, I would really suggest you should get in and study that, that teaching, that it's really referring to the destruction of the temple and Jerusalem and Jesus was coming back in judgment. But that's okay if you don't want to get into that, or if you think it means both, that's okay. The main thing is it says, here's what was happening. We know that in in the days of Noah, Jesus, Jesus says it's going to be like in the days of Noah. Well, I've heard it preached before that it was like in the days of Noah because people were doing the same sins as in the days of Noah. Well, that's going to be a stretch. You go back and you study the sins that were happening. Go back to Genesis, get some good commentaries or Bible studies out on that. Woo! Some of the stuff that was going on in that is way fantastic, at least what some people believe, with demonic spirits and all kinds of fallen angels. And Okay, but... I don't think that's what it's about, really, that we're going to duplicate the same sins. It is, I think Jesus is saying, as it was in the days of Noah, and then he describes it, right? He says they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. You know what that means to me? That means they were clueless. That means no matter what kind of sin was going on, no matter what was happening, Jesus is saying, there's a flood coming. There's a flood coming. Now, not a literal flood, because we know God already said he would never flood the earth again. But he's saying there's a flood of judgment. There's a flood of trouble. There's a flood coming of some sort. And he says, it's going to be like that. And it's coming again. And uh, he said, but here's the problem. The people don't know it. They're going to eat and drink, marry and all that. He, he says, as it was in the days of Noah. Well, how is it compared to the days of Noah? A clueless generation. He said, because they had no idea. They knew nothing, right? They knew nothing. That's the key. See, that's what people miss it. They, they want to analyze it and they want to pick the hour sometimes, which we shouldn't do. And they want to say, describe what it's like and the sins, and they just get into all kinds of details, and they miss the whole point. The whole point is, whatever it is, they knew nothing about it. Now, Noah, Noah knew about it, right? Noah knew. Noah preached it. Noah tried to tell him, 
but they just didn't get it. And uh, so Noah wasn't just a builder of a boat, was he? He was a preacher of righteousness. So it says, up to the day that Noah entered the ark, they knew nothing. They knew nothing about what would happen. And that's my point today. I can get on here and do it week after week and tell you we need revival. We need a move of God. We need the presence of God. I can talk to you about the difficulties that I see are in the churches today and the kind of preaching. And I've tried to say this. I'm not being critical of the preachers, really, because some of them are just preaching what they know. It's all they know. They've, they've grown up in a humanistic society that just uh, caters to the meism, and everybody's a poor old victim, and, and they just approach it like, well, everybody in my church is a victim to something, so I better preach to it, rather than the victorious, the way the Bible preaches it, that we're walking a, a triumphant road and start talking to us like we're winners, and we can be winners. Well, anyway, so... I'm concerned about that. And so this says the people knew nothing. And that's what I'm thinking happened. I can preach revival and say it, but people don't get it because they know nothing of what's coming. Clueless, clueless. And so in this day and generation here, I believe I can tell you confidently that we are in entering into a different era. Uh, the other day I was talking to some people and I was doing another Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And I said, I believe in the spirit, the page, ha a page has turned. We have turned a page. And you can see it in, in, in the world and you can see it in our country, particularly in our country. Uh, our country doesn't look anything like it did a year ago. A year ago, our country was completely different. Uh, now, you may, maybe you like the way it is. I don't. I don't think it's good. Uh, you now you can't walk the streets of most cities. Crime is out of control. The police are nowhere to be found in many places. You call the police. We had a situation here. I won't tell you what it was. We had a situation here some time ago, and uh, the, somebody said well, maybe we ought to call the police. And uh, one of our policemen said, "Well, it won't do you any good. They won't come. They can't come." They just don't have the resources to come and investigate like they used to. So crime, people are being shot on the streets. You can go on the Internet right now and just whatever and watch the news, and there's those clips of people just pulling out a gun and shooting people. And uh, what about our school systems? I mean, there's an uproar, not only about all this COVID stuff and masks and all that, but what are they going to teach? What's going to be taught? I'm not going to do it. We're going to teach this. We're not. And the... And the, and the school system says, we demand we're going to teach this kind of stuff. The parents are saying, no, we're not going to teach. What happened to school systems? And, uh, and like we said, then the COVID and the schools, and what about the border or the influx of all kinds of people? And they've got COVID and, and all kinds of illegal immigrants coming in and people don't know what to do with them and drug trafficking and human trafficking and sex trafficking. This is all going on every single day. Inflation prices, gas prices are going up. Can you imagine that our government is now having to beg for oil from another country when just a year ago we were producing enough and prices were down? I don't know what your politics are. I don't care. I'm just saying, hey, we're being flooded with a new world. A page has turned. It's not the same world. And at the same time, then nations are planning, 
in my opinion, planning on rising up against other nations. Right now, nations are plotting. Nations are working together. They would like to have what we have. They'd like to take over our country. They'd like to be the number one country. We were one, number one, but how long is that going to last? So I'm telling you, there's a flood coming. And behind it all, now get this, behind it all is a flood of evil spirits whether they're, they've been locked up and let loose, whether they've been here all along and we just didn't notice, whether they've been behind the scenes, uh, maybe, maybe behind a curtain and they come out. I don't know, but I'm telling you, there's a flood of evil spirits going to loose themselves to a greater degree. They're just going to pound us. Now, it's maybe our fault. Maybe they've been here all along. But the church, the Christians that belong and call themselves by him name are totally, in my opinion, unprepared for the flood of pressure, oppressive spirits. And you're going to see this now. You're going to find, and that's why we need a move of God. You're going to find people that seemed ordinary Christians just minding their own business. They're going to all of a sudden, they're going to start falling to, to spirits of immorality. And you'll go, what happened? They were just ordinary folks in a great, what you thought was a great marriage. Now, all of a sudden, they, wanna, they want immorality. They want to live. They're going to go for wild living, and, and uh, they're going to turn to, to drugs and alcohol, and, and uh, they're going to do it gladly. They're going to do it gladly. They'll make excuses for themselves. They'll do it, but they're going to fall for oppressive spirits. They're going to fall and be depressed. They're going to turn. Christians are going to fall, as the Bible talks about, lying spirits. And they're just going to start lying. They're going to lie about you. They'll lie about me. They'll lie about themselves, to themselves. They'll lie, lie, lie. It's a lying spirit because the devil's a liar. They're going to fall for lying spirits, oppressive spirits, depressive spirits, immoral spirits, um, anger. They're just going to get angrier and angrier. Now, I'm talking about the folks that are in church right now or have been in church, and they're going to start falling because there's coming a flood of oppression and spirits on the Christians, not only just the folks in the world that already have to deal with that stuff. And I'm telling you, there's a flood coming. Well, guess what? They're sitting in church. They'll sit in church this Sunday and hear a sermon about poor old me and and uh, how you just need to just, uh, you know, just uh, keep going and poor old you and God loves you and just get asked for get. They're clueless that this is coming. There's a flood of, of spirits that are going to... to uh, Increase the attack on Christians, and the Christians are clueless. That's why we need revival. But here's the other thing. Those folks that the flood was coming, they didn't know the flood was coming, right? They were clueless. They knew nothing about a flood coming. But here's the other part of it. They knew nothing of why the flood was coming. Because you know what? Yeah, there's a flood coming. They don't know why. They don't know it's coming. But they didn't know it was coming because of them. They were the cause of the flood. It wasn't God. God may have said there's going to be a flood and do it, but the cause was their sin, their lives. Their lifestyle caused the flood. And so they were not only clueless that a flood was coming, they were clueless of why the flood was coming. So I can tell you right now, I can say, listen, there's a flood of spirits going to start oppressing Christians even greater. They're going to be more victims. You're going to read them on the internet. Oh, poor me. I'm barely hanging on and I'm angry at everybody and everybody's failed me. And, and, uh, and I, I don't know what to do. And I hate my husband and I'm going to just go ahead and turn and be immoral. And I'm going to get a new boyfriend or whatever, you know, all that 
is going to increase, increase, increase. You're going to see people, church folks, just turn who once loved God, just going to turn against God. Yep, going to be, but they don't know why. They don't know why. You can say there's a flood coming, but why? It's our fault. It's our fault because the Christians themselves and the preachers themselves, even if it's done innocently, sincerely, are catering to humanistic, self-centered religion that just continues to feed the self and feed the self and feed the self and blame everybody else and just cater to self rather than do what the Bible said to do. And what's that? Die to yourself. Lay down your life. If somebody takes something from you, you give them something else. If they take your cloak, you give them your coat. If they hit you on one cheek, you turn the other. You don't go on the internet and blast them and destroy a life. No, it's just going to eat you up. It's going to ruin you is what it's going to do. And the more we do that, the more we fall for this selfish, selfish gospel, this self-centered, poor old me-ism, me, me, me. You can go listen to some of these sermons, and maybe Jesus' name will be mentioned, but it's mostly just all about you, all about you, all about you, 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 and what you need to do to become a better you rather than a transformed you. Well, we're clueless that a flood of oppressive spirits is coming, but we're clueless of why they're coming, that we can stop them. Well, how do we stop them? We need a fresh move of God. We need revival. We need to start running for revival right now. We need some preachers to say, I'm going to start preaching for a fresh move of God. I'm going to stop, stop preaching the gospel that scratches our ears, what our itching ears want to hear, and I'm going to start preaching Jesus. I'm going to open the Bible like Pastor Steve just opened the Bible and start preaching the Bible to us. I'm going to start preaching the Bible, preaching Jesus, preaching the gospel, preaching against uh, those spirits that are trying to get us until we can all be free and get a fresh move of God and stop this flood of oppressive spirits in its tracks. I believe we can do it. That's why I'm here to say we need to start running. It's time to run for revival. I hope you got this message. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival. Revival.